Right. Do you want to finish chewing or are you good? I'll okay. make it part of the All right, just <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead. That's so gross. All right. Mute, yeah, mute his <laughs> microphone until he's ready to am talk. I, am I talking soon? <laughs> Let's go. Oh, fuck. Okay. Let's go. Fuck. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get taco in my wig. <laughs> Don't worry, I won't. <laughs> Don't, Don't pawn far that taco. <laughs> he's a skilled masticator, dude. He'll be fine. Masticator. Yeah, Mast- he's the master, master, master masticator. Master masticator. <laughs> oh, I don't do that. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Okay. <clears throat> the following podcast may contain adult language and an abundance of salt. So get ready, nerds, because we're talking Falcon and Winter Soldier episode two. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Salty Nerd Podcast. I am your host, the Salty Nerd, and today's episode, we're going to be talking about the second episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier on Disney+. The Star-Spangled Man. The Star-Spangled Man. And I am joined, as always, by my illustrious co-host, starting with the taco masticator himself, (laughs) Matt Vader 74. (laughs) He's got to try and absorb some of the alcohol that he's been drinking for the past four hours. (laughs) And Jude, I'm also joined by Jude. (laughs) Welcome to the show. Hi. How you doing? I'm holding my liquor strong. Yeah. I don't need no food. <laughs> She's by far the better drinker than the rest of those huh. dudes. And last but not least, producer of the show, Matthew Kadish. Welcome. Thanks for having me. Looking forward to talking yet another episode of Marvel's I Don't Give a Crap. It's only episode two, man. Yeah. And we're all like all checked out. For yeah, it's, it's episode two out of six. So we're <laughs> almost halfway through now. I hate when we commit to doing episodic reviews of something and then we're like halfway through and we're like, shit. This, this kind of sucks. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, I want to watch the cartoon. Then, like, if it was me, I would just pull the plug and yes, say, forget about it. Yes, but Kate is just like, no, we have to finish it. We got to finish what we start. You You're not we wrong. Start. We can't see this thing. You're just an asshole. <laughs> All right, guys. Before we get into it, uh, we're going to take a, a quick break for Vader to finish chewing. We still need to finish C, season one. We're not talking about that right now. <laughs> I mean, if we fin- we started it, we haven't finished it yet. I know. I am aware. That's a classic. A quick word from our sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Welcome back, everybody. Hey, if you'd like to support the podcast, go to saltynerdstore.com. There you can get all kinds of cool merch. We've got t-shirts like the Barbarian Space Viking right there. Matt Vader's wearing it. We've got Zombiever that uh, Jude is rocking right now. And, of course, the Bat-Rat Spider-Crab from the classic 50s movie, The Angry Red Planet. And, uh, yeah, that's it. If you want to support the podcast, go to saltynerdstore.com, grab some merch. We have a lot of cool stuff there. And we'd really appreciate you guys rocking our swag out in public. That would be awesome. And we have our Salty Nerd hats that are not in the store, and you can't get them. These are exclusive. (laughs) (laughs) I bought these myself. All right, let's get into Falcon and Winter Soldier, the Star-Spangled Man. Kadish, take it away, and we will interrupt you as we see fit. All right, so this is episode two of season one, entitled The Star-Spangled Man. The synopsis is John Walker is named Captain America and Sam Wilson and Bucky Barnes team up against a rebel group, the Flag Smashers. So we start off this episode with an introduction to the new Captain America, John Walker. He's in a locker room of his old high school in Georgia. And and basically we meet his girlfriend, Dee Dee, 
and Lamar Hoskins, also known as Battlestar. Walker goes out to much fanfare with a marching band and does his first official Good Morning America interview where we learn about how he was chosen to be the new Captain America and Bucky watches from his apartment looking sad. All right. Shit. It's time to get salty. <laughs> um, look, this dude's not a super soldier. Not super strong. They, they never explained what his powers are. He has he's, no powers. He's just, he's just strong He has dude. no power over me. <laughs> well, then how can he throw the shield? That's like that? my problem. Exactly. He's throwing the shield up I, against like these targets that are like bouncing off and like he gets. He I believe it. there's a theory going that he does have super strength, but he's saying that he doesn't. Hmm. Like I mean, they, he, they he, juiced he, him up. He gets but, punched off of a moving truck. Yeah. And, yeah. and isn't hurt. So you guys think he's just keeping it a secret? I don't know, man. Don't know. It's there's super a lot, confusing. There's a lot of super soldier stuff. So, going on so, so there's this, there's this thing that comes up later on in the episode called the power broker, and in the comics, he's someone who can give people superpowers. And so the the working theory right now is that somehow the power broker is involved with giving John Walker certain super soldier powers, much like the Flag Smash. Like I don't know why they would make him Captain America without juicing him up. Yeah, well, it that, just doesn't make sense. That was my. You're going to send him out on missions. And not give him powers. Yeah, you have the ability to give him powers. Give him powers. Yeah, I know in the comics, the character of John Walker was trained to use Captain America's shield by Taskmaster, who was the villain in the upcoming Black Widow movie, which was mm. supposed to be out by now. So it could just. So be are, are we getting things out of sequence? I think we, we might. We might a little bit. Yeah. Which is, Disney is probably like whatever. Just put it. This out. is a different timeline. I mean, just go no, with it. I kind of like him in the role. I like. I like uh, Wyatt. Wyatt. Yeah, Wyatt Russell, As, the, the son yeah. of Goldie and and Kurt. I I can see. I didn't like him in the first episode. Well, he didn't. But see I didn't. I didn't even yeah, recognize. Yeah, all, all he did him was there. come out with a with the with that goofy. weird the weird looking face and everything. Yeah. It's like <laughs> with the but, weird looking face. That's just his face. <laughs> but it didn't. It looked. It was well. Off. Here's the thing, though. He's got. He's got a very strong jaw. Listen, when, well, I, when I, I saw when I saw that when, in the first episode, it looked like an old man with no teeth. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. He looked so, weird. I'm like, this what are they the doing? Okay, so um, uh, Chris Evans, right? Captain America. Yeah, is that okay. his name? Yeah. Chris Evans. Okay, yeah. Chris Evans. He has a strong, oh yeah, long sure. jaw yeah. and a long face. So it, when he puts the helmet on, it doesn't overtake right. the size of his face. Wyatt, uh-huh. and I'm not saying. I'm not trying to make fun of him or anything He's like that. He's a good that, looking dude. But he has a shorter face. Yeah. So when he puts the helmet on, uh-huh. it takes up like two thirds of right. his face. Sure. One of my friends said, uh, why does Wyatt Russell always look like he has a mouthful of chalk? <laughs> and and I was like, 100%, dude. 100%. He does. Yeah. It's, it's the Goldie Hawn jeans. Yeah. It's like, I because I, mean, I, like I, like I like him as an actor. Yeah. And I, I do too. And I think he fits the role fine. I just, I don't know where they're going with this because I'm not familiar with the comics. Is this based on comics? Yeah. Yeah. Is it? Okay. I'm sure they I, cherry I didn't, pick I didn't, everything. I didn't know. So, but I don't know. Like him, I'm not knowing if he has powers or not is kind of something. It's something I'm a little worried about. So I'm curious to see if that theory goes forward. Uh-huh. Where we're like, oh yeah. Well, he, like he said in that inter that interview with that um, reporter, new, yeah. um, I don't have super strength. He very easily could be lying though. Yeah, which would be weird. Like why? Yeah. Um, and so that, I mean, I don't know. That just made me be like, well, why? Yeah. It's a weird thing. If so. you're lying about that, why? That's dumb. And if you don't have superpowers, why? That's dumb. Yeah, and, and, and Battles, Battlestar, it's like, is he just a normal dude? He's I bucky. think they're both normal is, dudes. Is he falconing it? Because Falcon doesn't have any superpowers either. True. At least yeah. he's got like a special Oh, good. Though. We have a superhero show full of people who don't have superpowers. Yeah. I, I, I think that's my biggest issue. The only person in this thing that has superpowers is Bucky. Bucky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
But Bucky gets his ass kicked in this episode, which kind of irritated me too. But yeah. I, I am okay with the flag smashers. But he gets his ass kicked by people with, with superpowers. With other superpowers. And I think it caught him off guard. Yeah. Infus Nestus whoops him. Is that the I same kid? I got a vibranium yeah. arm. I could take him. Yeah, yeah. it's the girl who played Infus Nest in Solo. Uh, he did is really, the leader of the flag smashers. You didn't see that with her ginger Weird freckles ginger face, everywhere? Yeah. No, I didn't. She looks. And Dude, then, I, and watched, and then, I watched Solo you like know, once. When, when she put her mask on, I thought it was a uh, um, carrot top. <laughs> her hair's not that red. Uh, no, I... I <laughs> I'm glad that they have superpowers because at least now that the bad guys are on the same level, I'm all right with it. But yeah, it's it's weird with with Wyatt Russell, his character, and like their interaction between him and Falcon. Like Falcon's obviously pissed, but at the same time, it's like, dude, you gave up the shield. I think we talked about this last week. Like, what did yeah, you we're, expect we're, was going to happen? We're going to get into okay. That. All right, go ahead. Continue. What happens next? All right. So next, we've got this part where uh, we finally get. Winter Soldier and Falcon together, and they go on a trip to Munich. As Sam is getting ready to fly to Munich, he's confronted by Bucky about turning down the Captain America mantle. Sam says there are bigger things to deal with and that he's on a mission to track down the Flag Smashers. Sam talks about the big three, aliens, robots, and wizards, this and tries cute. to leave, but Bucky insists on going like with that, him. Yeah, yeah the whole, that, that whole exchange. Like, <laughs> one of the things that what I... Do you, what do you know about Gandalf? I've read The Hobbit in 1937 <laughs> when it first came out. Like, okay. Uh, so, so, like... I, I feel like what was missing in the first episode was the kind of um, lethal weapon-esque mm-hmm. buddy cop yes. frenemy type thing that we got in spades in this episode. And, and it really helped make this episode I, I much actually, better. I actually really liked this episode much more than the first yeah. episode. I was done. Do you like? Yeah. Did you like the episode or you just liked it better than the first episode? I liked it better than the first episode. Agree. Um. It, it just, it made me like at least get a little bit interested. Mm-hmm. A little interested. To where I was like, okay, I can keep watching the show to see what happens. Yeah. yeah. It's not like in, Invincible where like, I'm looking forward to next week. <laughs> yeah, there's you something know, about there, it. Yeah. There's not enough of a cliffhanger at the end of each yeah. episode for me to be like, oh, I can't wait to watch the next There's week. not a, enough for me to get invested in yeah. in the episode for me to care about what happens in the next episode. And, if, if, and what's crazy is yeah. most like our two main characters, we've been with them for over the course of like how many movies? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And like at this point, like we we just don't care. Yeah. Right. It's uh, weird. I don't know if I would say that. I mean, maybe for you that might be true. Like you just don't care. But for me, I'm just, I'm expecting, I think more. I'm expecting more. Like we already know these characters. We, we're very familiar with these them. These guys are Avengers. Dude. <clears throat> they need to be so, out there doing yeah. some Avengers shit. And it, it seems like they're taking a little bit too long in yeah. getting into the mud. This, this is and, like, and the way that they're just like sort of sidelined by the powers that be, it's it's lame and it's making me feel bad for them. And what <laughs> I don't want in a superhero show is to feel bad for the superheroes. You're superheroes. Yeah, I mean, I, I should want to be you. Get, getting back to this, so like, uh, you, you know, we get more of that kind of frenemy chemistry going on where. You know, they jump out of the plane with no plan, and Bucky's, like, really irritated because Steve always had a plan. <laughs> and you, know, you know what's weird about what you just said, though? I've never considered these guys, I've never considered these guys frenemies. They're just, I know, they're, they're, yeah. just, they're just dudes who get along, who like to give each other shit. Well, it, it's something that feels invented for this yeah. show, as yeah, opposed yeah. to, like, anything we saw in the movies. I'm, I mean, yeah, because like Sam was the only guy that was calling Bucky in his in his whole phone log history, and now we're supposed to believe well, that they don't get. Along. I mean, if Falcon wants to be frenemies with somebody, it needs to be Ant Man. <laughs> Agreed. You know yeah, that, that just, would make sense. It's not. It's not Bucky. Uh, no, I, I kind of disagree. I do think that there is that backstory in Civil War where Falcon is kind of like he's Steve's Steve Rogers' right hand man, and and then 
Bucky comes back out of obscurity and being a murder assassin. And there's that like that little bit of a back and forth of who's the better friend for Steve Rogers. Is it Falcon or is it Bucky? And Steve always kind of leans on Bucky because he's like the nostalgic friend of his old time. And I think Sam can get a little bit of jealousy about that. And I think there's, there's enough of that buildup in the old movies that allow it to kind of happen. And then later on in this episode, they kind of lean into that whole, like Sam is, uh, or I'm not, not Sam, but, um, Bucky is really mad at Sam for what he did with the shield. And I think that kind of feeds into that rivalry. Yeah. Well, the, the first part of this episode where we get the, the kind of back and forth between Bucky and Sam, I think is probably the strongest part of it. And so like they, they see the flag smashers, um, like showcasing their super strength, adding stuff on, onto these trucks and Bucky wants to run in there and take them out, but Sam wants to follow them and see where they're going. And as the trucks are moving away, uh, Sam's Red Wing picks up that there could be a hostage in one of the trucks. And so they chase after the trucks, and that leads into the first major action scene of the, the episode. The hostage was a red herring. Yeah, where <laughs> well, it was more like a honeypot. Yeah. They kind of pulled them in. Mm-hmm. And uh, Infus Nest was the <laughs> so-called Nest. hostage. Well, yeah. yeah. That's what she is. And uh, I, I think her name is Carly in, in the show. Yes. I'm, but, I'm calling her Infus Nest. Yeah. <laughs> okay. But so basically, uh, Bucky uh, gets into a fight with the Flag Smashers on top of these two moving trucks. Sam comes to join in and gets his th- ass yeah, th- th- things aren't going well. So what did you guys think of this first major action scene? Um, I'm asking myself, okay, they're on top of trucks. What, what, uh, next week, we're going to get a fight in a train. <laughs> um, the week after that, probably in an airplane or something, maybe. Oh, we already got the airplane. Yeah, we, we got the airplane, the airplane in the first okay, episode. You know. Spa- Spaceship, maybe. We're always fighting <laughs> on moving objects to make it, it more makes exciting. It makes it more exciting. Well, from the start yeah. of that this scene, um, like Bucky gets on the truck that's in front of the other truck, and he like rips open the door, and I'm like, yeah. "Yo, that other truck's just watching this guy yeah. do that." <laughs> yeah, and I was I, like, "Something's amiss," and then it turns out like they're totally ready for him. I uh, I enjoyed this fight scene. I thought it was a lot of no, fun. No, it, it was good. It was choreographed well. Yeah, it was really it was well good. choreographed. I like that everybody kind of played their strengths. But again, and I, we're going to keep talking about this until we get an answer this freaking new Captain America guy is like knocking people down with yeah. the, with the yeah, shield. I, I really liked when he showed up and, and started, you know, taking the, yeah, he's in the helicopter and he like throws the shield down. Yeah, he starts non, people non-powered. Down. That's the Cap question. And non-powered Bucky. I don't like fighting that. a bunch of super, super soldiers. Non-powered yeah. Falcon. I yeah. want him yeah. to have powers. Yeah. It almost needs to at this so, point. Your bad so, guys all have powers and you want me to believe that, just because you know how to yeah. throw this shield yeah. that you're going to win. We're like, so, so non-powered Falcon. Yep. His yeah. only power is he has a cool backpack. Yeah. Which okay. gets broken in this episode. Non-powered Captain America and non-powered new Bucky, Black Bucky. Okay. <laughs> they they have no superpowers. Yeah. Of What's course, his name? They're, 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 they're good. Star? Battlestar. Battlestar. They're good gymnasts. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's basically what these guys do. And, uh, you know, I just, I don't buy it. It's hard to buy into. Well, we need an answer. We do need an answer. If they drop a little nugget of knowledge on us and be like, yep, they're powered, then we're going to be like, oh, okay. Ex- explain your shit. Well, then I'm going to yeah. be like, well, why didn't you say that yeah. in the beginning? Why are you being coy yeah. about this, them being powered? Like, it's like, a super power like, show. Like, in, instead of Sam trying to get like a bit a small business loan in the first episode, we, we <laughs> right. should have been spending time meeting the new Captain America. Yeah. 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 I, is there a reason why they think they should hide the fact that he has powers or not? Like it doesn't seem I, like I, a mystery I, that anybody. I, I, I think it's just that the writers just 
don't understand how to properly set stuff up. Maybe he's going to go hail Hydra at the end of the last episode. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. I just need answers. Like, at least then I, we I'm know, okay, like, well, they, Hydra gave him super soldier serum. Okay, that would whatever. be a cool mystery, yeah. but I don't need the mystery to be whether or not he's superpowered. All right, so basically the Flag Smashers end up getting away, and as uh, Bucky and Sam are kind of walk, making their way back to the, the airbase, um, Walker and Hoskins kind of drive up on a Jeep, offer them a ride, and they're, um, Walker's trying to recruit Bucky and Sam to basically join their, their team. And uh, as soon as Bucky finds out that Battlestar's code name is Battlestar, he's out. <laughs> and then, uh, and then uh, they um, Walker uses the term, uh, "I want you to be um, like like you were Cap's wingman," mm-hmm. and that's for some reason insults Sam, and he storms off as well. And so that it's basically like they're very anti-team Walker at this point. What did you guys think of that scene? Uh, it makes sense. They're they're not going to be happy with somebody trying to fill the shoes of Steve Rogers. Like it, it I actually, I, I actually thought Walker came off pretty good. Yeah, he like, did. Like he seemed like a cool guy. Yeah. He genuinely f- seemed like somebody who just wanted to fulfill a job and do we're, what he we're could. We're talking about the scene where they're in the Jeep. Talking yeah, behind. yeah. 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 I, I bought it. Yeah. I was okay with that scene. I liked the banter. I was annoyed by it. You know why? Well, okay. Because Sam comes from a military background and you take orders. The military is saying, Hey, we're back in this guy. Here's your orders. And Sam's being like, I don't like it. And storming off. It just, <laughs> it's just, it's contrived. Childish. It's contrived yeah. for me. And I, and I don't buy it. I, I would buy it more. I could see it from Bucky. Yeah, yeah. But not from Sam. Sam's a military man. You take your orders and, and you go with that. Well, like, he's not military anymore. Not anymore. He's a, he's a freelancer. He, he's okay. An, he's an Avenger. In the first episode, he's running a mission for the, for the military. And he's come from a military background. You don't just chuck it when you get your retirement badge. Yeah, if if the new cap was kind of an asshole, I could see... Yeah, he literally just saved their lives. Yeah, he just <laughs> saved their butts. Yeah. He's being super nice about it. He's trying to get on their good side, and they're just spitting in his face. It's like, you're a douche. It's like, Bucky, 100%. Yeah. Sure. Bucky, I get it. Mm-hmm. But Falcon, I feel like he's being overly angry about it, because yeah. he's the one who gave up the shield in the first place. And like, I think it would even make it more interesting if Sam was on board and being like, listen, this is what we got to do. And Bucky was like, no, fuck that. I'm not doing it. <laughs> it would be interesting rather than Sam and Bucky walking off like, we're these guys over here. You're yeah. those guys over there. It's not interesting, nor is it believable. Yeah. All right. So the next scene after they get away is the Flag Smashers make it to their safe house. And Carly gets a mysterious text from someone saying that her people took what belongs to him and he's going to find them and kill them. Uh, alerts are all over the internet for their arrest, and Carly says that the government cares more about the people who came back than the ones who never left, and she makes all the Flag Smashers recommit to their cause. What did you guys think of this scene? Eh. Dun, dun, dun. I it, mean, it's setting up a mystery. I I believed it. Yeah, it was yeah, fine. I, sure. I don't have any yeah. positive or negative. Yeah, yeah, I don't either. I have Just no more nitpicks about it. Yeah. More, Just, more story plot. Yep. Yeah. Exposition dump. Mm-hmm. All right, so after that, we go to Baltimore, uh, on the plane back to America, Bucky urges Sam to take back the shield, but Sam reminds him that the last time they did that, they spent two years on the run, and Sharon got thrown into prison. Uh, basically, Sharon Carter, the niece of uh, Peggy Carter. Uh, Bucky relents and then has an idea on how to get a league on the Flag Smashers. He takes Sam to Baltimore, uh, where we get a lot of social justice messaging, and uh, visits the house of Isaiah Bradley, Although I will admit that that whole thing about Black Falcon and Black that was, was that pretty was clever. Funny. Yeah, I like that. I, I thought, and that. you know, I know you guys don't like. I, I feel like maybe I read more into last week's episode 
than everybody else did, but I didn't think this was as heavy handed as last week. Really? No. And it was obvious. Stupid white cops coming I, up on the the white black thing. Those guys, you know, but, but whatever. It's, it's I didn't we'll, feel we'll, like it we'll, was we'll, get, we'll get to that. In a yeah, the the kid calling him Black Falcon. I was like, literally nobody has ever called him that in the history <laughs> of the MCU. I, I bought into it. I, I was okay with that. It was so out of left field and like not preachy, but just like it was there just so that it could be said, and it didn't make any sense in the context of the universe. Like nobody has ever called him Black Falcon ever. No. To my knowledge. Well, well, the kid said his dad calls him that. Dad, dad told me to call me that. And, and, and well, Sam, kind of, Sam kind of puts him in his place. Yeah, you know, which was fine. And I thought Can that, we call you black kid? Yeah, black kid. Like, it was yeah. funny. I'm not saying it wasn't funny. It just seemed, like, really weird. Like, why was it yeah. even a discussion? It's like, listen, man. These, these writers with these modern shows, they're going to touch on that shit. It's just, we can't get away from it. Yeah. Especially from Disney. <laughs> okay, it's just it's impossible. And if this is the, as heaviest as they get... I'll take it. I'll be okay with it. So, well, well, things get a little bit heavier because yeah. uh, <laughs> Sam takes Bucky, or Bucky takes Sam to the house of Isaiah Bradley, a new character. Uh, mm-hmm. And he, it turns out he was a super soldier in the 50s who was betrayed by the government mm-hmm. and thrown into a prison and experimented on. He was like the black Captain America mm-hmm. yeah. that nobody knew about. And this he, I and felt he was fought, very interesting. Yeah, he fought Bucky and... Um, Beat the shit out of him, but, apparently. But, uh, apparently. Let me finish. Please. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, so, like, you know, Bucky tries to get him to give them a lead on the Flag Smashers, um, but Isaiah wants nothing to do with Bucky and throws him and Sam out of the house. Mm-hmm. I uh, bought that. Yeah, yes. I, I, I bought into. Yeah, it. because back then there they were he was oppressed. All right, yep. Th- that was culture. Like the, back then. this shit really did happen. It did and happen. The way that they're working it into this story, and I know, I know that the this is in the the source material too. It's in the comics, mm-hmm. um, but it's interesting and uh, believable. And I like I I like that they're doing this, and it's very well done. You know, when you just interject like, "Oh, there's a white cop, and he doesn't know who right. uh, Falcon <laughs> is," it, it's not believable, and it seems like it's just there for the sake of it being there, and it irritates me. And I'm sorry if that's triggering for anyone right. me saying um, that, but it's not. It doesn't flow well in the story. This does. Yeah, there's a difference. Yeah, you know, and, 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 he was a. A veteran from the Korean War, they said, correct? So that was 1950s? Yeah, that's right after okay. World War II. Yeah. I mean, I mean, so back then, I mean, it was a different 100%, world. 100%, yeah. You, you yeah. know, it's like if we watch a movie about the Tuskegee Airmen and how poorly they were treated mm-hmm. and, you know, and it was segregated and, and you know, I, I, I'm i totally cool with it. Yep. It's fine. And I, I, but this I, that's not 2021. This backstory? This, this, this bullshit today <laughs> is fucking contrived. Okay? It's, it's nonsense. And it's just people don't think the same now. And if they do, they're, they're idiots. They're savages. They, they don't, I, I don't want to hear your racist bullshit in 2021. Yeah. 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 Getting, getting into the racism part. So while Sam and Bucky are, you know, leaving uh, Isaiah's house, Sam starts arguing with Bucky about not telling him about black super soldiers. And as they're arguing, the police show up out of nowhere and, <laughs> and get out of their car and they start harassing Sam, especially this one white cop. And, and then once uh, someone tells him who Sam is, they're like, Oh, that's that's an oh. Avenger. Uh, he, all of a sudden, like his tune instantly changes. He's super nice, mm-hmm. but then there's a warrant out for Bucky's arrest. Yeah. So they arrest Bucky because he missed his therapy session. Mm-hmm. And I like how Bucky said, "Like I didn't tell you because Isaiah had already been through enough." Yeah, yeah. I, I totally bought that. 
Mm-hmm. I had no issues with any of that that scene really. No, the Isaiah stuff was all good. Um, but the the cop thing, <laughs> the cop thing was a little a little stupid. bit a bit much. It was like, come on, bro. And it, I, it, I, I'm it, not it, saying it, that it that doesn't happen. It didn't annoy me as much as the stupid bank scene in the first episode. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. Like. It's just not important to the story. No. I understand that these are issues that are important. Yeah. But it's not important to this story. Yeah. So, so I don't I get place. very irritated when you are feeding me um something that it has nothing to do with this show just mm-hmm. for the sake oh. of touching on an issue. It's very after school special. It's very so also how many white cops are there in Baltimore? I don't know. Like, like, like know. most of the most there. of the police force is black, isn't it? I, I have no idea. I would have no idea. I don't think the show thought that hard. <laughs> <laughs> they just wanted to show two stupid white cops coming up on a black guy. Yeah, it was just, I mean, so. I'm not, like, again, I'm not saying it never happens. Of no. course it happens. It feels course. very, on a I, very I, special episode yeah. of Falcon and Winter Soldier. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I've seen videos of asshole cops stopping people for no reason. You know, you get the whole viral YouTube thing going. It happens. But again, like, of course Jude, it does. like Jude said. But it's not about this show. Yeah, this no. show doesn't have to touch on it. Like, they already made the joke. If you want to touch on it, make it work in the story. Don't just plop this scene in <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah. And 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 now we're none of us are allowed to talk about it because that makes us, like, racist. They needed a way to arrest uh, Bucky. Yeah. And they didn't They didn't have any just, idea needed, of how to do oh it. Oh, God. They needed Think a, way a little to, harder. I know. Exactly. <laughs> they needed to segue to the therapy scene. Yeah. Yeah. All, Which, yeah. all they had to do was show her, like, show a missed call from his therapist, and then the cops show up because he's in the middle of the street yelling at some other guy. <laughs> I You did not need to to pop a, a scene where right, white cops were, were being racist. Sure. And, and it didn't make sense in the story. Yeah. All right. Everybody good with that? Yeah. All right. Cool. Okay, before we continue the conversation, let's hear a word from some sponsors. All right, so at the police station, uh, Walker gets Bucky released and shows that he knows Bucky's therapist, Rainer. Sam meets with Dr. Rainer for the first time and wrangles him, and she wrangles him into a mandatory therapy session with Bucky in one of the interrogation rooms. And so now we get the scene where Bucky and Sam are basically uh, forced to do group therapy in a very (laughs) uncomfortable situation. Uh, but Rainer eventually gets Bucky to reveal that he's afraid that if Steve was wrong about Sam, then maybe Steve was wrong about Bucky as well. Sam tells Bucky that he did what he thought was right and that after they're done with this mission, they can go their separate ways and never bother one another again. And uh, what did you guys think of the group therapy scene? I have a question. Um, so I feel, I feel like this was an important scene, like all of the dialogue and this needed to happen for the story. However, I think, like, did this therapist walk in and, like, requisition just one of the rooms in the police station for a therapy well, session? Yeah, they can do that. Yeah. They, they can? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> in this show, like, they can. I was like, this scene doesn't make sense. She doesn't work at the police station. They just gave her an office that there, happened to be empty with like a counselor's table? There's always no, an interrogation. No, it was an interrogation room. Okay. Yeah, because there was two chairs. So okay. she, she had one and then they were sitting. Into, uh, yeah, it was okay. an interrogation room. Okay. So she's just kind of like, hey, we're going to be in here for a little while. I just, okay. I just, it was just confusing. And she's a military therapist, so she probably... That's... Well, no, because it's a police station. Well, well, she well no. So Walker shows that he's had dealings with her before, and I think she has a rank. Okay. And and so, like, because they're a government agency, um, they work with the police, so they can, they can use, like, their facilities and stuff. Yeah. Okay. Um, I, w- I would have much rather her character be played by a, a lady who plays a therapist on Two and a Half Men. 
<laughs> I don't think I've ever seen that. <laughs> that would have been much better. Uh, uh, yeah. One of the things that surprised me about that scene, so in filmmaking, there's this thing called the 180-degree rule, which is basically you have this imaginary line in the scene, and you never want the camera to cross that line because otherwise it becomes disorientating, um, where like you're, you're basically flipping images. And um, it's, it's like filmmaking 101, you don't break the 180-degree rule. And in that therapy scene in the interrogation room, it's happening constantly. And I'm sitting there watching it. I'm just like, well, they do weird things with the scenes that when they're in therapy. In the first episode. Yeah. But, but, but but this is the type of thing that would get you a failing grade in film school if you did it. (laughs) And I'm sitting here watching this, this multi-million dollar TV production. I'm just like, what is this director doing? Can you describe what that means? Cause I can't picture it in my head what you're talking about. All right, so like, let's say there's a line, there's an imaginary line right here between me and Jude. Okay, okay? so Jude is directly opposite me. Now, if you have the camera right here filming Jude, and then the next cut is on Jude's side where the camera is like filming me, when you watch that edited together, Jude and I are in the same place. Oh, because you're facing the same direction. Okay, And, and, and and so like it it kind of messes with the spatial dimension of the way people process the image and it looks weird. Hmm. Oh, I get you. Okay. okay. I see what you're saying. Yeah. So like they were doing this constantly in the scene and I was watching that. And I was like, where did you go to film school? Lady? <laughs> because <laughs> cause the same woman who directed this did like the extreme close-ups in the first episode too. And I'm, I'm just like, you know, she's doing all these really cool action scenes, but then like in the smaller, quieter moments, she's making all these rookie mistakes that a filmmaker just shouldn't, a professional filmmaker shouldn't be doing. It's hmm. weird. That is strange. It's something only people like you would catch on to. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'll have to go back and watch it again I, and see if I notice it. But um, I it, will now. Yeah. I'll notice it now. If they well, do yeah, it again. But, like I said, it's the type of thing that, like, if you're trained in filmmaking, like, you'll notice that type of thing. But, mm-hmm. like, for most people, I don't think they, they'd even notice it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, it. But it is kind of jarring when it happens. Well, I think it's really offensive, too, that they didn't take you into consideration <laughs> when they were filming this. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why wouldn't you call Matthew Cadish? <laughs> All right. So as Sam and Bucky are leaving the police station, they run into Walker and Hoskins again. Walker tries to recruit them, but Sam and Bucky refuse, saying that they're free agents and that they aren't part of the military, even though Sam has military contracts. Uh, this upsets Walker, and he tells them to stay out of his way and leave. And so, like now, Walker is like their, their yeah, enemy. He's, he's butthurt now because yeah. he keep he keeps trying to extend an olive branch. And they keep spitting in his face. I don't even blame him. Can't say that. What butthurt? You can't say butthurt no, anymore. It's offensive to butts. <laughs> I don't even know how to respond to that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, everyone has a butt, so everyone's going to be offended. Everybody is butthurt these days. God. Very much so. That's a fact. <laughs> All right. Uh, no, I, I didn't have a problem with this. I think it's cool that they're kind of starting to uh, dive a little deeper into this animosity that, you know, this new cap is going to have nothing to do with these guys. Something bad's going to happen. This dude's going to turn out to be a bad guy. Yeah. yeah. Could no, be. no, in the comics, Walker does end up being like a, a bad guy. So. Yeah, but he doesn't have any superpowers, he, so who cares? He goes crazy and then becomes a bad guy, though, right? He starts off as a good guy. Well, he starts off as a new Captain America. Has Jude read more comic books than us? New Marvel stuff? Right? She, just, she, she's I'm watched just, more YouTube channels. Yeah, I, I've watched a lot of deep dives. I'm, like, I'm really questioning my geek cred. Right now, if she's like knows more about Captain America, than yeah, but good. You, you got her in Star Trek, though. You're good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I got all. You I guys keep telling you guys, you don't respect my nerves. <laughs> <laughs> all right, what happens after that, kids? All right, so in Bratislava, where you can retire for a nickel, uh, 
the Flag Smashers are loading a private jet with the vaccines that they um, stole, and they get a text that the Power Brokers men are on their way. One of them, Rudy, offers to hold them off while the others make their escape. Carly hugs Rudy, but puts on um, who puts on his mask while the Power Brokers men drive up. Rudy pulls down an electrical pole, blocking their way, and Carly and the others take off in the plane while Rudy basically gets mowed down by the Power Brokers men. So this is kind of setting up who the power broker is, what the flag smashers stole, all this stuff. What did you guys think of this scene? I thought the scene was stupid. I um, I, I, I don't have anything to say about it either. The dude like self-sacrifices cool and all, like save the team. Yeah, but, but we didn't really know anything about him. Yeah, that I sacrifice mean didn't know anything about him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The it's way like, he did care. it was pointless. Well, wasn't he the guy who got shot on top of the truck by Captain America? It's possible. I don't remember. Could be. They're all wearing masks. I don't know. <laughs> and like all of these guys are so overpowered. Um, and, and, and they're not making our heroes have any kind of strengths. Well, I, what, what it got me about it was like, okay, he's a, essentially a super soldier, right? He's uh-huh. taking the same serum as Cap, and the only thing he does is knock over a telephone pole and then get shot. Like, you think, okay, I'm going to I'm gonna mess these dudes up. If I'm going to go out, I'm going to take a couple Listen, of them if down. if all it takes is a telephone pole, he could have knocked the telephone and pole ran. down and ran to the plane. <laughs> Super fast yeah. and jump on the plane. Have hey we, guys, here we go. Let's go. Have we seen our villains kill anyone yet? No. So I'm wondering if it's going to be like one of those, the villain was actually a good guy. Because yeah, it seems like I, I they're see that. maybe trying to like steal medicine to oh, Robin mean, Hood it to the poor you, you and they like, think that they're good guys. You mean like Emphis Nest in the Solo movie? I, I think you're on to something, but I'm wondering this medicine that they're trying to steal from the government, I kind of feel like that's like almost like the super serum. Yeah, I, I, yeah. Think, I think that's the super soldier serum. Yeah, so I don't think they're doing any. It's not like and it's, Robin And it's good. probably one of those things where like you have to keep taking doses in order to keep your strength. Mm. Otherwise, it wears off. Yeah. Or like Jem'Hadar. Yeah. I'm just, well, maybe they want to like give superpowers to the poor. Because I get the when impression that they, everybody's a superhero. Yeah. Nobody's nobody. a superhero. Well, well, impre- only the people who didn't disappear in the blip. Because remember, the, oh the, yeah, that's, all, that's the thing, right? right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm getting a very like we're not the bad guys vibe mm. from this. You think that's why he didn't mow down a bunch of people? I think so, because I think they think they're good guys. Okay, again, this because needs like to be that set family, that, yeah, because <laughs> I have no that idea. family was like, everybody's calling you Robin Hood, and yeah. and we're so glad that you're here. Like people love them for some reason. It just hasn't been set up yet. Yeah. It seems there's a lot of unanswered questions that I feel like we're yeah, missing out. Yeah, which isn't mysterious. It's just bad annoying. writing. Yeah, it's just yeah. annoying. All right, continue, Cage. What happens? All right. Now, at the very end of this episode, as Sam and Bucky strategize about who could have a lead on these super soldiers, Bucky figures he should go see his old Hydra contact, Zemo, who used to be with Hydra and who manipulated Bucky when he was the Winter Soldier. Sam reluctantly agrees, and we end the episode seeing the evil Baron Zemo in prison waiting for our heroes to arrive. The, the code words wouldn't work on Bucky now, right? Uh, he was supposed to have healed himself in Wakanda, so it shouldn't like, affect him Like anymore. if he starts like rambling off the... Just the, goes, goes the full code. soldier? It uh, could. Oh, the, that there, would be pretty cool. Because Wakanda <laughs> is forever. So. The, there was this part in the in the show where he talked about how he's called the White Wolf. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was great. Oh, what are you, the White Panther? And he's like, actually, it's White Wolf. White and Wolf. Sam's like, wait, what? He's all, he's all <laughs> jealous. They gave you a name? He's got, they gave you a nickname, <laughs> man. <laughs> I'm just Black Falcon. <laughs> I, I mean, I mean that, that's when the show is at its best, when when Sam and Bucky are just playing off of one another. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. 
Yeah, I agree. Um, but but it was kind of cool to get to see Baron Zemo again. Zemo is my favorite MCU villain. Yeah. I, I, yes, I love him because he's he's no superpowers, but he messed up the Avengers just by using psychology and his his own wits. Yeah, like, he, he literally tore them apart. Yeah, yeah, he succeeded. He's the only MCU villain to have well, have Thanos. succeeded, but he got usurped. As they time traveled and cheated. <laughs> oh, oh, is the show? I mean, Thanos anything? also did the same thing. No, well, yeah. but I just, I, I don't know. I, I love Zemo. I think he's a really cool character. I think he's very clever, and I hope that they maintain his same intellect in the show that yeah. they didn't. And, and he's movie. the actor from The Alienist, which I really like, and I have, uh, also I have, Glorious Bastards. I, I have two questions before we end, but go ahead, Peter. I just want to know if the show is setting up something going forward. Oh yeah, it's are we, get, are we getting Doctor Doom? Is Fantastic Four coming out of this? Are we getting some X Men <laughs> stuff? Well, what's, what's I don't know. Going I, on? I, I think I, the setup is the new Avengers. Basically. So yeah, I've burnt out my whole like, oh, this is gonna set up the Fantastic on on WandaVision because I was yeah. full bore. Like, yeah, me too. Let's see Phase Four in the in yeah. the show. I don't, well, I don't think that's I, honestly, I I think it's gonna set up the new Avengers, and I think it's gonna set up um, Sam as the new Captain America. I think that's what they're yeah. leading to. Okay. Yeah. Another superhero with no superpowers. Oh God, I, He's got, get I just kind of wish that they had leapt straight to that, <laughs> to Sam being the new Cap. Because, I mean, didn't everybody think, I mean, unless you've read the comic books, I'm sure. Um, but, like, Cap gave him the shield. And, and I think that's what everybody's saying is, like, I just thought that you would be the next Cap. Yeah. And I kind of just want that. Well, this is supposed to be working up to that. Yeah. Well, they have gonna, it's not interesting. He's going to take it away from the cis white male and take up the mantle <laughs> oh, himself. God. I hate that word. <laughs> I do too. All right. <laughs> so stupid. I have two questions. Yeah, what's up? Um, is Cap right now, in when where we're at in the show, is Cap dead? Do we know that? Is he just old? Okay. At the end of Endgame, yeah. he's just old sitting on a bench. That's it. Right. Well, so we have I, no idea. I, did he... Did he I, die I, on that bench? No, I think what happened is, so old man Steve came back, passed on his shield, and then went back to the alternate timeline that he came from. Did he have the ability to do that? They had the time yeah, machine. Yeah, they had the time machine. Okay. Okay. I got the Second impression question. that he came back as old and gave, gave him the shield, and then just went off and died. Yeah. That's what I thought, too, at that's the end of, of Endgame. That's kind of the vibe they give off, but... Nobody wasn't that old. Nobody said anything <laughs> about where he is or yeah. what happened to him. Yeah, I'm wondering if no, if nobody knows. It's possible. Second, I mean, apparently, he's on the moon somewhere. Peggy, Peggy, <laughs> Hall, wouldn't it be crazy if he was Se- with okay, Nick Fury? Second question: What if he's the new like, like you remember? Uh, um, God damn it, what's his name? Jeremiah Johnson, uh, Robert Redford. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember, yeah. he was like the old director. <laughs> he went Jeremiah Johnson. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not the Sundance Kid. Sundance Kid. <laughs> Um, it would be cool if like old man Cap took over that role for for uh, Shield or whatever. I think that'd be kind of cool. Oh, but anyway. he'd hate being a bureaucrat. Uh, he probably, but he's old now, so you know. So that doesn't make you like being a bureaucrat. Got to do something. <laughs> Go ahead, Jude. Follow up question. Okay. Um, so Cap made out with Sharon, right? Yeah. And niece. then he went back and married her aunt, right? Yeah. yeah that's okay. Nice. In an alternate timeline. Okay, <laughs> not for st- not for him. They, <laughs> yes, that is true. Okay. They they rub fingers together. Yes, they, they palm far. Yes. Uh, they swapped fluids. Okay, <laughs> I I mean like you know it never really went beyond that. I think Peggy is the only girl that Cap ever really. Yeah, you know, Peggy's his fling. 
for sure. Yeah. Uh, okay, so is that the end of the episode? That is the end of the right episode. Right on. What do you guys think? Uh, do you have a rating for it, Vader? Uh, I, I, don't, I don't have a Closing I don't, thoughts? I do not have a rating for this nah. show yet. No. Let's wait I'm till a, the end. We're all very milk toast on this for yeah. some reason. I, I, we're way more I amped up for WandaVision, I think. But For sure. WandaVision had like a lot of interesting theory crafting behind it. Yes. But like you could sit there and be like, ooh, this could happen, this could happen. So far in this epi- in this show, nothing to really theory craft about. Mm-hmm. Like, like it's it's not like, like ooh, what is this how they're gonna bring mutants back? It's like, no, like how's Sam gonna get alone? I, you know, here's my here's <laughs> my theory. But is is the new cap gonna be a bad guy? Like we kinda all I don't know. It's just it's not as I mean, exciting. it's 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 got more of a winter soldier movie kind of vibe to it, which in the end we all loved. Yeah. So who knows where we're we'll going to end up here. We'll it's got I, an I uphill just, battle right now. I, I, I yeah, can't, I, I mean, can't I'd it rather yet. start off not being that interested in it, and then by the end of it, I'm very interested in yeah. it. Sure, of course. Um, but I just don't feel like that's going to happen. We'll have to see. Yeah. Like I said, I'm more interested now than I was after episode one. Mm-hmm. That's all I can say. Okay. I do feel like this was a better episode than episode one, but at the same time, I'm kind of like, I just don't care about what's happening, and I don't really... I'm not invested in any of the characters or anything mm-hmm. like that right now. Yep. Kind of the same feeling. Kind of um, want to see more of Isaiah, though. Oh, his Oh, yeah. Like, I'd dope. rather be watching a show about him. Right? For sure. <laughs> 1950s, like, African-American freaking yeah. super soldier. Yeah, black captain yeah, America cool. in, 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 in the Korean War. Yeah. Like, Hell, yeah. We got, how long was that scene? Like, two minutes? We got just a couple of minutes of him. And mm-hmm. we're all super interested in his backstory. We're probably never going to see him again. Just yeah. have a, have the dude that plays, uh, um, in the Rocky movies. Carl Weathers. No, no, no. The new Rocky movies. Oh, uh, Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Have him be. Oh, that would be dope. Captain America back then. Yeah. But he's already in the MCU. Well, well he was yeah, already Killmonger. Killmonger. <laughs> yeah. They can't recycle him. Anymore. Oh, that's right. Um, and but, nobody will notice, but that's kind of scary. But like, but like, no that's, big deal. Well, that's Chris Evans played, you know, uh, Johnny Storm. The Flash. So, yeah. yeah. That's I'm, what I'm Flash. saying is what like is that's torch, the human torch. Sorry. That's the difference is that like, um, his story is just interesting, whereas um, our main characters are just not that interesting. Yeah. Bucky's yeah. kind of interesting. I, I do yeah. like Bucky, and I think that he has, like I said, um, after the first episode, like he has a lot of layers to him, and that's what. Like, that's already been set up in the movies. But, but like Vader said earlier, I, f- I feel like if this were, you know, the Bucky and or the Sam and Ant-Man show, because they, they would have, like, a more interesting yeah. kind of, like... Let's put two superheroes who have no superpowers together, yeah. other than their fancy suits. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah. Ant-Man doesn't have any superpowers. Right, well, and, well, and also, he's a charismatic and funny yeah. character. Yeah, but, but also you have, like, Ant-Man was, or Falcon was the first superpowered person that Ant-Man yeah. ever fought. Uh-huh. Yeah. And so they have that background right. to them. You know? Yeah. I think that, mm, like, that hey, don't, probably would have been a better... Don't tell anybody about this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A better combination. <laughs> All right, guys. That's it for our review of The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, Episode 2. Uh, thanks for joining us. As always, if you like what you see, comment below. What did you think of this episode? Do you think the uh, back and forth between Bucky and Sam is legit, or would you have rather seen Ant-Man? And, and uh, Falcon. Would that be cool? Comment Let's below. Let's rewrite the show. Rewrite the show. <laughs> well, you wanted to see it uh, in the comments below and have always uh, subscribed, like I said already. Okay, where can we find everybody on the socials? Matt Vader 74. You can find me at Matt Vader 74 on the social networks on Twitter, Instagram, <laughs> YouTube, and on this very channel right here, right every Saturday, every Saturday morning at 10 30 a.m. with Mr. Kadish. 
as we go over uh, hot new uh, nerd topics every week on our uh, home gang. Hot takes. Yeah, hot takes. Yeah, yeah. Salty nerd hot takes. Come join in on the chat. You never know who's going to show up. We might have some some new guest one of these days or something. Maybe yeah. I'll show up someday. Aww. Yeah, maybe. That'd be great. Yeah, no, we don't really need you. Alex is coming. I'm out. So. <laughs> Jude, where can they find you at? You can find me at I am Jude 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 on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Very good. Kadish? Uh, you can find me at Matthew Kadish, K-A-D-I-S-H, on Twitter and KadishBooks.com on Amazon. All right. And I'm your host of the Salty Nerd Podcast, The Salty Nerd. And you can find me on Twitter at Salty underscore nerd. Hang out, talk about movies and all kinds of cool stuff. And as always, stay salty, my friends. Stay salty.